From self-isolation in Pritzlauburg, Berlin, this is Love in the Time of Corona, a podcast all about love during COVID-19. Before this whole thing began, I was dating a guy who I'm now living with. We just celebrated our one-month anniversary, and needless to say, things are weird. It can be confusing to navigate a new relationship at the best of times, and no more so than when it feels like the world's about to end. You find out things about the other person that wouldn't usually be disclosed for years. For instance, today I found out my lockdown lover used to be in a folk band. But it had me thinking about all the other people who are locked down in these times. Maybe you're in a long-term relationship, but being 24-7 with your partner means you're finding out things you never knew about them. Perhaps you're isolating apart from your other half and having to keep your relationship going using one of the many video-calling apps that are now so prevalent. Possibly you believe the conspiracy that COVID-19 was started to get all the losers to take back their exes. Or, perhaps like me, you just started something new only to find yourself in a three-year relationship, despite it only being three weeks. This episode is about all things new, so we've called it Before It All Began. It has three parts. The first is a conversation between me and my friend Ina, who was recorded a couple of weeks before Berlin essentially shut down. Here is us talking about rope bondage and why you should always leave your club boyfriend in the club. Okay, so you're trying to get a quarantine boyfriend. Okay, so hopefully it's not a quarantine boyfriend, but... Um, I would like the idea, I love the idea of being able to have sex after this is over. Like, that would be lovely. Right, but you weren't having sex anyway. No, no, no. This was like a dub. There was a nice little thing here. I decided to um, not have sex um, until Easter. Um, I give up something for Lent every year. It's like my thing. I'm not Catholic. Yeah, no, I get it. It's It's just, I like the idea of just like holding out on myself or something. It's like being able to, yeah, you did it, right? Yeah. But I was seeing this guy in the States and I went home and like fucked him for like five days. Like literally like the last. This was before Lent. Yeah, this was before Lent. But like, this was like February, came home and I was like a little bit lovesick. Like we had had sex the entire time we were there. And I was like, okay, like you need to calm down and you need to like maybe have a less intense feeling. So like no sex. Besides he lives in fucking California. So I knew I was going to be fucking him for a while. The, The relationship's a bit open and I can fuck who I want token eat, but whatever. Um, and I was like, okay, I told my sister, he didn't know this. I was like, I'm giving this fool up for Lent. Like, I'm going to like be cool. I'm going to take back, I'm going to take back my power in this. Right. And then two weeks into that, he broke up with me for the third time, because I feel like he might listen to this at some point. He broke up with me three times, like 
two times hard, one time slant. Like the middle time he broke up with me was not a, a breakup. It was, I need some time to think and I'll call you in about a month. And I was like, oh, really? A month, <laughs> right? And then I, I just treated it as a breakup. So like at that time, I like, <laughs> I think his name in my phone at that point was that man. But then I changed Ugh. it to Fight Club because yeah. you know why? Because the first rule of Fight Club is you don't fucking talk about Fight Club, right? Okay. So I was like, I didn't want anybody talking to me about him and blah, blah, blah. So it was on WhatsApp. What? <laughs> it was on WhatsApp. So like me, because I'm a bit extreme sometimes, I like muted him for a year and archived the messages so I wouldn't see them. And then one day, like I like wake up and I have a message from him and I literally threw my phone across the room. That was the, that was the second time or the... The, yeah, yeah, he did. Soft. He did. Yeah, the soft breakup. breakup, right? Like your soft opening. Yep, yep. So okay. So wait a second. You were not having sex for Len, yep. but it's been made worse because of the breakup. Yeah. So now I have. Um, so I have vices. I don't. I know. By looking at me, you can't tell. Um, <laughs> so like an angel. I know. I do. <laughs> But um, here's my vices. Men, um, in this order, men, drugs, whiskey, right? And so I had kind of taken a soft stance on the drugs right now, too. Mm -hmm. And um, I drank way too much in the States. So I was like, no, I'm going to be cool. So I, like, have no vices right now. And now I'm in lockdown. So here I am. Like, That's why you're going crazy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, my poor child has to deal with my ass, like, laying on the couch and just, like, zoning out and waking up like, my life is over. Right. Yeah. You can't run around town. Yeah, yeah. You like running in the streets. I do. Running them streets. I do. That boy is good to be at home. He's 12. He's good. Like, we're good. We have ways to communicate. But, like, Kit Kat on Saturday is my way to yeah. go out. Like, I am, like... Don't message like all my friends know. Like yeah. after one o'clock in the morning, you're not gonna be able to find me. Like message me some point on Monday. We yeah. will we will connect, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I was in Cat Kit Kat with you a month ago. Yeah. And then I got a club boyfriend. Took him home. You should never take your club boyfriend home. Some people are just meant to be left in the club. Don't you know my rule, Kate? Yeah. <laughs> Leave fuck boys in the fuck club. <laughs> Sure. That is a rule of mine. I mean, he was fine. It's just he came downstairs in like these ripped jeans the next day, and I was like, like ripped skinny jeans. He was sweet. Um, oh. He texted me the next week, and he was like, I'm just in the hospital watching TV. And I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, he's a doctor. Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't he a doctor? Yeah, I'd completely forgotten he was a doctor, but yeah. Is he nice? Is he single? Yeah. What's you want me to give you his number? Yeah. Okay, you can have his number. He still texts me. He texted me the other day. It was a really weird message. I was like, he texted me something like, I want to make you squirt. And then I just sent back a picture of the water droplets emoji because I didn't really know how to respond to that. And then he was like, I'm lying on my couch getting hard. And I was like, on what? On some a picture of some water cartoon of some water droplets. He sounds like you put it, it on him. Sounds like you put it on this dude. Um, no, he was, yeah, he was fine. He was fine. Um, like I said, you put it on him, not he put it on you. <laughs> I'm giving you props. I think your Thank soft you. opening was successful. Thank you. I have a wonderful... The soft opening <laughs> was great. The event was great. Oh, um, yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be an event planner, so I know how it is, how like event yeah. planning goes and like when it goes great. Yeah. When it goes great. Goes great. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like um, it. Yeah. No, it's, I, it's, yeah. You, you need a lover for lockdown. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, there's only like, what, a month left until Lent? This has been possibly the longest Lent ever. Yeah, for sure. But that's because nothing's happening now because all the bars and the clubs and the restaurants are like closing. Yeah, like literally like a week into Lent, Berlin was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this? All my shows got cancelled. All of them? Yeah, all of them. Even Purit. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, why don't you just have like a round table with like all the people anyway? And like, we do. We like just like live streams. Yeah, do like a live stream and like put up like a we fucking did. cash app or a PayPal. I have thing. a I have a YouTube account now. Oh, ooh. Do you believe it's yeah. not good, but it's but like fucking throw your sh- throw up your cash <laughs> app or something on that bitch. Like, like, yeah, give me money. <laughs> have, have you been watching drag shows? There are like online drag shows, and when you go to drag shows, you're supposed to tip bitches. Yeah, fucking tip this. Get your tips, bitch. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Like, like, um, like comedy a isn't free. Like, if you need to fucking do drag comedy, fucking do drag comedy. Yeah. Right? Just, like, sit there, put up your makeup. And yeah. Why not? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm making, I made a banana bread video. Oh, I saw that. I was supposed to be over there that day. Yeah. Sorry. It's just, it's fine. It was I, one of those days where I could not get off the couch. I could not be fucked. Um. Literally and figuratively. That was the, that, I think that was the morning after I got... I had a very exciting night Ooh. last week. What what what, what happened? Oh, I, I'll tell you. Um, okay, is, are, we tell, are you telling me right now? I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Um, Oops, that was my. Ring. Yeah, I've got myself a quarantine boyfriend. Boo? Quarantine yeah. boo. Quarantine boo. Hey. Quarantine bay. Q boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it's very uh it's yeah i saw him yeah you did um yeah we have he's decidedly some, british isn't he he's very british how is it that you found a british man in berlin uh, that's not hard there's a bunch of us here <laughs> you're right <laughs> you throw a rock in uh, yeah, a british, throw a rock, <laughs> british person in berlin that's pretty much how it works um okay. yeah we had some wine we went on the rooftop were you high and, no, we weren't okay. just dr- a little bit drunk. The rooftop um, literally is like, it looks like you could throw a stone and hit the TV tower. Like the Ooh, nice. That must be near yeah. my sub's place. My sub lives in Mitte. Yeah. So this is like Prince Albert, but bordering. Oh, mine lives right at uh, Rosenthalerplatz. Yeah. Right yeah. There. So you're on that angle. This is yeah. Like, yeah. So we did, uh, like, he, was wearing, he was wearing a, a floor length velvet cape. Um, British dude? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd like to see this, cape. Uh, you can, in a minute, because it's over that. <laughs> interestingly, interestingly enough, I also have a floor-length black cape in my closet. Do you? What fabric's yours? Velvet. Oh, this one's velvet, too. I think they are required to be velvet. And I think perfect if you're going to go down on someone on a roof, because then you can cover oh, them. No and then we get this dark, oh, yeah. blends. So that's what happened. I like that this was not for going down. I borrowed this from my friend Shannon, and, like, poor Shannon. I borrowed so much stuff from her. I'm like, yoink. It's not Shannon's anymore. Well, it is hers. She just has to remind me to get it. Yeah. <laughs> And also, afterwards, we did, we're did. we doing at the moment some... Uh, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Where did you meet 
you, boo. Oh, in uh, at a comedy gig after a comedy gig. So you using sound. Oh, so you found a companion for the end of the world at the end of a comedy gig. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, he's also into rope bondage. So am I. Yeah. Ah! Okay, so you know the name of it. Shibari. Right, okay, so I was telling someone else this. I was telling someone else the other day, and I was like, yeah, I met a guy, he's into rope bondage, he tied me up. And then my friend came around the next day, the same friend, and she was like, so, how's the boy who's doing Shibari? And I was like, who the hell is Shibari? And why is he doing her? (laughs) And she was like, no, okay. Japanese rope bondage. Yeah, she was like, shh. Yeah, and then he tied me up. Oh, are you a bunny now? I, I guess so. How do you like it? I like it a lot. It's Ooh. very nice. It's very relaxing. It's quite relaxing. You don't have to do anything. And then you're tied up. No, no. Well, I am, me some wine. I am a dominant. And uh, when I do rope, um, but there's like three people I would let tie me up. Mm. And it's quite nice to be in that space. Except the last, no, the next last time I got tied up. I had just gotten dumped for the first, yes, for the first time <laughs> by the guy who just dumped me. <laughs> and he was supposed to come back to Berlin with me and do this rope class. And I went to the rope class and like, I'm well known to everyone in this class. And, uh, the instructor was like, okay, I need you to tie, um, a single column tie in front of me. Right. I can literally tie a single column tie with my eyes closed. Like this is Aww. yes, this is not something I'm. Yeah, like, it's not something I'm making up. Like I could do this with my eyes closed. And she was like, "Tie it for me." And I tie it, and I can't. She was like, "That is fucked. You cannot tie anything." She was like, "You cannot tie anything tonight. Like go over there." <laughs> and then I let my friend tie me, and like. <laughs> Your um, Kubu will know what a TK is. It's like a full body tie, yeah, yeah. and like right in my. And she would tie my hands behind my back, and in the middle of everything because it was like taking so long, and I was just so sad. I just started bawling. I'm in the middle of a shibari class, bawling. Why? I just got dumped. Hold on, oh, right. dumped, flown out to Poland, dumped harder, um, reconciled, and then. Um, Got told, I need six months to get my shit together. Mm. And yeah, uh, see you in a couple weeks. Yeah, talk to you later. Oh no, I need time. I need time to regroup. But was it relaxing to be tied up? It was nice to not think. But that's what I mean. It takes away your like... Yeah, but you can't distract yourself. So right. You just have to be there. Yes. The present, so that's the thing about like uh, being... Um, um, a submissive or being in, they call it the subspace when you're, yeah. Yeah, when you're in the subspace, pff, like you could be like thinking really present thoughts you can get really turned on. I just was like, hey, my life is fucked up. Yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. You get present. I don't really know if I'm a sub as much as I am lazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that I'm sums like, up a lot of BDSM in some yeah, ends actually. I, I'm like, no, I'm on board. I'll do stuff, but also like, I want to lie down. Okay. Okay. But it's very nice. There you go. Now I'm like, um, I'm like, no, I need to do this. I have to be a top. You're you're a top. On this, yes. I think I'm a power bottom. (laughs) (laughs) That has some other connotations. I just hope you know this, right? I do not know this. (laughs) 
That was me and Ina talking. Since we recorded that conversation, her ex has been in touch to talk about getting back together. You're listening to Love in the Time of Corona. This episode, before it all began, deals with all things new in love during COVID-19. Next, we have Christine Kirkley, a comedian all the way from NYC who tells us about the new guy she's dating and how you have to be imaginative with your dates. Okay. Times are times are real. Shit is getting real. Um, I'm in New York right now. I live out in Bushwick uh, in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, baby, where COVID is alive and well. Um, my bodega and my laundromat have been shut down. And for sure, that was something that I didn't think was going to happen until the apocalypse came. But um, here we are. Um and like New York, I'm surviving. I've, I'm chronically unemployed. So, um, staying inside and being productive is not, uh, is not unusual for me, nor is it, um, uh, difficult. But so during this time, I try to stay connected with friends and FaceTiming and everything. But currently, um, uh, one of my roommates is staying with her boyfriend and then the other one, uh, just moved out. So I am in my home by myself and, uh, I can go a little crazy. Um, but one of the ways that I've managed to stay sane is, um, my, my cute COVID love affair at the moment. Um, So, like, right before all this happened, this had to be um, early March, um, I had gotten back on Bumble since, like, been I had been abroad for a while, and then I got back on all the dating apps and, like, had some good, uh, had some good connections and options, but the, like, one date that I did go on was with this uh, guy. He's, like, he's 35 or he's a little older, he's a professor, and, um, uh, I don't know, we went out, we got drinks, and, like, we had good chemistry, the first, first round, um, it, yeah, and we, we hit it off, you know, um, we went home the first night, and, um, had a jolly old time, um, and he also lives by himself, uh, but like the biggest seller on all of this, because like one of the first questions he asked me was like, where do you live? And like, I don't think any of us or either one of us was thinking, oh, well, the whole city is about to get shut down. So we should, um, definitely shack up with people in our neighborhood. I mean, New York is hard to begin with because if you live in a different borough, it's going to take an hour or an hour and a half at least to get to whomever your partner or lover is. So, um, he lived like a 20 minute walk from me and we went on a date in the neighborhood. Uh, and then our second date happened after everything, uh, everything started to shut down. So we went out to a bar, um, which was maybe a little ill-advised, but, um, it's been two weeks and neither one of us has COVID. Thank God. But like, oh yeah, he, he lives a 20 minute walk. I keep, uh, making that 20 minute walk twice a week and we have um and we watch i guess our theme right now has been just hanging out 
and uh, having human contact and watching uh, outbreak films or, you know, um, contagion or viral pandemics. Um, what have we watched? We've watched Outbreak and Contagion and 12 Monkeys. Um, if there are any more good uh, uh, virus films or pandemic films, uh, please send them my way because uh, we need more content. I mean, I don't even know. Things have gotten very uh, real in New York. Our cases have surpassed China at this point with very limited testing, so we know that like things are underreported. Um, but I got, I got this good dick in my life. (laughs) I don't like to put it like that. Part of me is like, am I, am I talking too much about this and putting it out for public consumption when like this, this could be, this could be the only relationship I have until I die. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, um, with, with COVID. Certainly it does speed up the relationship a little bit, being stuck, being stuck at home and then, um, so like the dates have to happen inside or in apartments now and like we've cooked for each other he's a good cook i'm a good cook i mean when i say good we're both uh proficient with spices and um and vegetables and all of that um and uh we wake up in the morning he makes cappuccinos and oatmeal and Oh man, it's very sexy. It's very sexy waking up in the morning and being like, the world could come at any point in time. But at the very least, um, I am with a man who can cook and uh, has an espresso machine. (laughs) Um, It's important at the apocalypse to still maintain all your luxuries. Um, Yeah. I even, we haven't really breached, um, Like, I don't know if he can dance, and if he can't dance, it's fine. Nobody's dancing right now. Uh, Yeah, I prefer my lovers with hips that know rhythm, but um, uh, we're not allowed to congregate in big groups, so who cares? (laughs) Um, Man, what else? We've we've gone through, uh, I've watched his uh, videos of his band from high school, and we've shared... um, yeah, we've shared, we've shared our secrets from high school. Um, I'm easing into him telling me all of his, like, you know, sexual fantasies so we can figure out what, what we got to work through, uh, with our time left on earth or while we're stuck indoors, like, man, let's go for it. Um, you know, I have a limited amount of toys available to my person, but we haven't introduced those yet. Um, yeah, there is like an intimacy that comes with um, imminent illness and death, um, and it's just nice to have a person to hold on to during this time. Uh, I'm starting to get scared about even leaving the house because uh, it's definitely in my neighborhood and making the rounds. When I say it, I mean the deadly virus. So, you know, I have fantasies of us both getting it and just holding up inside, but, you know, that's definitely a new uh, round of intimacy where uh, you have to deal with someone while they're sick. Like, I've been in long-term relationships and lived with people, and good God, do you get scared of uh, your lover's germs real fast. Um, 
but it is kind of nice, even if both people are sick, it's just nice having someone to rub your back for you um, and, like, make you hot things, hot soup, hot tea, ooh, or maybe a nice hot espresso. <laughs> I'm only dating him for his espresso machine. We're not even dating. I mean, we might be. I don't know. At this point, we, you know, are, um, if you are with someone for longer than a month during a, a huge global crisis... Does that does that make you married? Like in some kind of in in some kind of weird uh, apocalypse logic, I feel like you know we're at least engaged. Uh, man, I hope uh, I hope at the end of all of this, this doesn't sound too crazy. I hope this gets put into a time capsule. I've already listed I've already listed um, my funeral demands to my close friends and like let them know where all the good stuff is. So, like, at this point, if I do die, I mean, uh, I, I hope that this lover uh, that I have obtained and maintained uh, will write some kind of memoir about our time together. Or I'll write a memoir about our time together. Who knows who's going to die first? Um, but at my funeral, for sure, my friends have been instructed to get all of my art and uh, journals that are under my bed and to just do, like, a coffee table book of... Uh, of like my juiciest, uh, yeah, my, my juiciest journal entries from, I guess the past two decades of life and, um, and all of my art that I haven't published at all or put out in the world and then put it into a coffee table book. And then, you know, all my friends can have it forever and ever. I'm okay with being one of the artists that like dies uh right now and then all of the work that i've been too embarrassed to put into the world um gets published posthumously posthumously and um then there you go i mean this is the end of the story uh just know i'm loved i got i got good dig in my life and uh i hope you do too bless you all Thanks to Kristen for sending us that. The final part of today's episode, before it all began, I interview Wayne French, one third of the platonic gay throuple that I'm currently quarantining with, on how hard it is when you're single and self-isolating. You're listening to Love in the Time of Corona with me, Kate Checker, and my guest today is going to introduce himself. <laughs> Thank you, Miss Checker. Uh, my name is Wayne French, your other Australian friend here in Berlin. Who's my first Australian? Friend? Well, there's plenty of fucking Australians there's, out there. There are many Australians in Berlin. So I'm is... tall, but I tend to avoid them, so I don't have many other Australian friends. Well, you've got another. There's one other one who's around in these quarantine times. He's part of our self-isolation gang. This is um, true. This is true. And the two of you and Benjamin are what I like to term a non-sexual gay thruple. That is true, yes. For a bit of context of, of those of you listening, I am in a th- non-sexual platonic thruple mm-hmm. um, with Ben and Alex. Yes. And now I'm sleeping with one of them. <laughs> now you're sleeping with one of them. <laughs> and I secretly hate you for it. <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder. It's all true. coming out now, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I think I'm a wonderful addition. You are, yes, we love you. To the quarantine times. I didn't intend to be around as much <laughs> as I am now. <laughs> it's true. Circumstances have forced me to be here more. Well, 
for Kate Checker and and fans of Kate Checker, because I know there are a few of you out there, and by a few, I mean hundreds. <laughs> by a few, I mean that one lady. <laughs> <laughs> that one lady from Manila. Um, no, I'm glad. You're a great little uh, addition to our thruple. And I'm new to the city, for those of you who are also listening. I am single, and I'm here to make friends, so... Right, but how's yeah. that? How's the making friends going now during these times? The making friends now is difficult. Mm. I don't want to be a part of it. I'm not here to make new friends, <laughs> because you're all got germs, and probably have <laughs> coronavirus. And right. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult, and it's and I feel like you did you come? You know, this was your Berlin, you know, love time. Listen, <clears throat> listen to me. So I'm not telling you what to do, but <laughs> I had big expectations for this coming summer, mm. and you know, the lesson I've learned here is, among many other lessons, is. You know, into the winter, I was like, listen, I'm going to, like, hibernate through the winter, kind of. Like, yes, I still went out and partied every so often, but I was like, you know, I'm going to save my coins, save my monies, Mm. save my energy for the summer, because that's where I want to be exerting all of my Mm. good energy. And now it's like, surprise. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! And now I'm going to be quarantined through, like, this portion of my time that I was like, listen, this is it. This is my moment to shine. This is is what I've been saving up for. And all of a sudden, there's no outlet for me to to do that. So just live every day as it's going to be, you know, coronavirus days, (laughs) because something's going to come up. Okay, so live every day as though you're soon going to be quarantined. Do not hold back. Be like, you listen, if you're like, I won't go out tonight because, you know, I'm going to save... 110 euros and I'll be able to spend that in summer go out and spend that 110 euros right spend more fucking who knows <laughs> but no one can now no one can we're, now we're all social distancing mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you I think are not necessarily choosing to social distance no, I think no one is. We're all forced to. Right. No one's forced to. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, there's people that aren't even social distancing at the moment. Like, I went for a walk today for my, like, you know, breath of fresh air. There's still fucking families out with their kids running around on the, or riding around on those bikes with no pedals. And I'm like, go the fuck home. They're, 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 they're the contagion. They're the people that are, like, carrying this bullshit. Get out of my park. Uh, is that how you felt? Well, no, I don't know. I mean, people do need to get out of the house. Yes. Yeah. 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 You're allowed out for your daily exercise mm. walks until the government says no. Until it says no. Um, but, okay, so how was your love life pre- prior to lockdown? Well, that's right. So, I mean, that's what we're talking about here, right? What is? Mm. What are we talking about right now? Love. Love. Mm. In the times of coronavirus. Mm. Love in the times of coronavirus. It's a difficult thing. Mm. As a young gay man... Mm-hmm. Of age, uh-huh. um, th- of know, an age, of, of an age, <laughs> which we shall not disclose. Yeah, I think we'll not even think. I'm experiencing, you know, I've got two two different scenarios to play out to you. Mm-hmm. A, I'm a single gay man, so I've got you know one main squeeze and four other runner ups. Oh, nice. Okay. Usually, right. <laughs> and so I was seeing this guy who's Bavarian. Yeah, people are not. Is that like from Munich? Yeah, that's yeah. that's right. Yeah, um, Germany is. For those of you that don't know, Germany is incredibly tribal. 
and the rest of Germany have very strong feelings about people from Bavaria. Right. I think Bavaria have very strong feelings about how they don't want to be part of Germany, but that's a whole other discussion. Oh, well, that, that, that you can save that for your next episode. Yeah. Well, no, that or sounds boring, to be honest. News <laughs> Let's not talk about Bavaria at all. <laughs> and if it's anything to go off the Bavaria that I'm about to talk about, he's also quite dull, so... <laughs> okay. And, well, this but he is, was your number one squeeze, even though he's well, quite dull. Because he, he's, well, he's, he's sexual. I mean, out, you know, at the restaurant, he's like very routine-driven. Routine mm. But when we're on his couch or in my bed, he's, like, very primal. Ooh, I love like, that. Like, there's a big, like... Uh, like, <laughs> like, an embrace of his arm on, like, on my back and thrusting, like, not penetrative Ooh. thrusting, but, you know, this kind of gyrating of, like, you're mine, and then I'm like, Ooh. this is going to be, this is going to be hot, and I'm like, take me now, I'm so yeah. ready for it. Love it. Yeah, and so where I was going with that is... We're seeing each other, we're going on dates, and sure enough, like, you know, we're getting involved, we're kissing, and we're, like, you know, we, it took us, you know, we didn't have sex straight up, but, you know, we were obviously, you know, giving blowjobs and, you know, sucking nipple and, you know, getting each other off, mm. which is great. And he's a cool guy, he's dull, but, you know, he's, he's got that, he's got some tats, and he's smart, and whatever, he's got a, he's got a lovely apartment. <laughs> and he's got a lovely apartment. He's got a lovely apartment, which, which is the which, number which one helps. reason to date anyone, really. And so coronavirus happens, and he's quarantining, and because he's Bavarian and very strict and very rigid and very routine-based, he is following these rules verbatim. Yeah. And I just don't live that life. Like, yeah, okay, I get that I follow the rules, but I kind of, like, bend them to, like, manipulate serving me some ways generally (laughs) and yeah so we've we've been chatting a lot on whatsapp thank you whatsapp i fucking love you and it'd been two weeks since i last seen him Mm. and during the second week he was like listen i'm coming up to my 14 days of quarantine why don't like are you free on thursday and i'm like yeah i am let's like hang out that'd be cool like i've also been kind of mostly quarantining and self-isolating. Like, I had to go into the office for work. Um, but that has since stopped. And it was good. I was like, yeah, Thursday, I've got off. Let's, like, let me come to your house, cook some dinner, and, like, let's fucking suck some dick and eat some ass. And depending on... We're, we're both quite versed, and I don't know who we, who prefers what yet. Mm. So I was like, let's, let's, like, let's, get, let's get nasty. Let's fuck. So anyway, Tuesday came up, or the Wednesday, and he's like, hey, I've been talking to some friends, and we've decided, I've decided. Perhaps he said weave. I was like, who the fuck are your friends that you're talking about, me, and this, like, that's giving you advice on our sexual life, as I don't think it's a good idea to meet on Thursday. Right. Tell me your initial thoughts on that, because I have my own initial thoughts. My initial thoughts? Mm. Um... I guess, like, that's just, like, how people, some people are dealing with it. It's, like, I just feel like this is the rules and I don't want to... They're being cautious. Safe and cautious. Which I totally get, because it is a fucking pandemic. COVID cautious. Miss Corona ain't playing, she is killing people, and that is not funny, and I get the severity of the situation. Mm-hmm. But him and I are both young and we've both been practicing mostly self-isolation. So right. I, I don't see, like, there's a great risk in it. Mm. And that's the difference between him and I. Mm. 
I don't see a great risk. Mm. So I'm happy to explore. Mm. He sees minor risk and still wants to protect that. Yeah. So that's why you didn't see him first. So that's why I didn't see him. And that's why I know that we won't work. And I think we've discussed this briefly. It's like, you know, he's the type of guy that will put the coat on the, on the second to the left coat rack. Right. The keys in the... Key bowl. Key bowl and his wallet in the fucking third drawer to the left in the kitchen under the fucking rising sun. When he walks into the door. <laughs> and you're the kind of person that chucks your keys. And I'm like, room. listen, I know where my shit goes. It goes in a general direction <laughs> that I know. So it's like, it's going to be in the corner of the house that yeah. way. It's going to be in the corner of the house there. And my wallet is generally mixed up in my bed sheets. Yeah. Okay. You take your wallet with you to bed. I mean, that's just where it ends up. Sure. Sure. Um, so that's interesting because then you're saying this whole situation is illuminating you to the ways that someone would deal with this can maybe show you how they would be in the rest of life. So maybe that's quite interesting because actually this, these strange circumstances are showing you aspects of someone you would take you a long more, like a lot longer to figure out. I mean, to be fair, even pre coronavirus I knew that he was Bavarian and I knew that he was <laughs> putting his rolling his socks up and putting them in a sock drawer. Yeah. So I knew it was probably not gonna work. I'm a bit more of a free spirit, but the sex was good and I thought, you know, if not anything, what are we all what are we living this life for? It's for good sex and mm. unique experiences. That's what we're living this life for. I mean, I'm not here to like bank a lot of coin and give it to my grandchildren. No. <laughs> I'm going to spend it all on me now whilst it's fucking relevant, whilst I'm young. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have any grandchildren. Mm-mm. Or any children, even. Or even any children. <laughs> do you have any children? I don't no, know. I don't think I do. I mean, I've only had sex with a few girls and I wore rubbers all, every single time. And I actually, I don't think I came each time either, so... <laughs> <laughs> So not only was I wearing a condom, I also didn't come. <laughs> That's probably the best protection. And let me have. name you those girls right now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you listening back home? Back home in Australia. Back home in Australia. Um, what's your other? My, so your other Corona quarantine. My, my situation? other Corona quarantine situation. So I mean, just to backtrack to summarize, uh, the Bavarian. Mm. Cute guy. Yeah, I think you might be uh, on the right path of, like, the coronavirus situation. Sped up the fact that I knew that he probably wasn't going to be right. a long-lasting relationship. But for me, it's kind of like, who is a long-lasting relationship? In Berlin. Anywhere. That's <laughs> <laughs> just you. Period. <laughs> Period. Not that I'm, like, and by no means am I, like, a, like a, a raging, or how we would say in Australia, a rage, like, a, a, a Sydney gay, like, going from one boy to the other. Like, I do like the romance, and I do like the courtship of it all. I'm not mm. just, like, I'm not, like... Make a bit of the Romeo like a and fucking Julia. drop. I like, I like the, the, the chase and the courtship mm. and all that. So, I respect that. Um, but, yeah, again, you know, I'm pretty picky. Mm. Right. Probably just guarded. Actually, I'm sure there's many people out there who are like, what is that guarded arsehole that I went on three dates with and never called me back doing on this <laughs> podcast? Get him off. <laughs> Don't listen to him. He's an asshole. No, no one's saying that. Yeah, well, not yet. Not yeah. yet. Um, they haven't heard it yet. 
Okay. But the, so, the second, the second scenario. Yeah. And well, uh, speaking of Shakespeare. This oh, Shakespeare. Shakespeare. <laughs> I was like, who? <laughs> this is very much, um, this is very much, you know, a, a star-crossed lovers situation that mm. I'm about to express. So, pre-coronavirus, I was at a bar that you've been to and that I love in Prenzlauerberg called Tomschke. Representing Tomschke. Represent Tomschke. Look, they've got a website. You can donate to them right now because they're closed and, and all, you know, yeah. all the situations that are happening. So at Tomschke, if you don't know it, you can smoke inside. There's a pool table. They you can smoke you- in most bars inside in Berlin. This one included. This one included. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say you couldn't, Kate Checker. <laughs> and so I met this 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 really handsome man who I thought must have been younger than I was because he looked young. And Ooh. anyway, I've I'm, I've got a bit of an age an age uh, complex. Mm. Uh, and then I was speaking to him, and before it got deep. Uh, somehow age came up and he's like, oh, I'm born in XXXXX. And I was like, oh shit, you're older than I am. I was like, I thought you were at least years younger. He's like, I get that quite a lot. Anyway, whatever. We kicked it off. We're playing pool. We're playing doubles. Mm. We're getting each other rounds of beers and we're chatting. And there's a high chance that he's straight, Um, but it's Berlin. So who knows? He might want to kiss it, kiss a guy. Like, why not? And it was, it was lovely. I won't go about rambling, but he was about 5'10", dark hair, baby face, but like kind of like thick, but not, not ripped, not fat, but like this cute, like this cute mass about him. Mm. And anyway, so we exchanged numbers and we're like, listen, come summer, like, cause I'm a, I'm a really big ping pong king. Oh. I'm fucking almost unbeatable. I grew up with two wow. older brothers, grew up in a very competitive household. Not that I like liked cricket or Australian NRL, but like, you know, I was just lived in that demographic. So I was forced to, to, to play and compete. So I'm quite competitive and I'm really good at ping pong. I'm also really good at pool. I have been known as the Tomski shark. Mm-hmm. And we exchanged numbers and I just sent him a message because we were getting quite drunk at this time saying, you know, Wayne, ping pong champ because he asked for my number. So I sent him my number via WhatsApp and that's the, the, yeah. the text that I'd written. And then literally three days later, that's when like it was things. Boom. Lockdown. Lockdown. Like Tom, she's now closed. Shit's being closed. Job security is all up in the air. Australia mm. is still not there yet. They don't know <laughs> that it's coming. So they're bliss. <laughs> they're, they're, they're eight days away from this same situation. But anyway, whatever Australia, you can you can you can talk about that in another podcast. Yeah. You can find another Australian in Berlin, surely. <laughs> and I'm speaking to an Australian friend of mine like days later, so five days. So Australia's like three days from the pandemic at this point stage. And I'm going through my WhatsApp conversations to reference something to like make to like to confirm that I was correct mm. about something. As you do, I'm a Capricorn. If those of you don't know, Capricorn. So I like to like prove that I'm correct in certain things. I do my research. I'm a critical thinker at times, mm. and I I swipe past. I don't know if I should use your name, but I swipe past mm. man's name from Tomsky, mm. and I was like, oh my fucking god! Like mm. I forgot about you. 
I'm so we're also swept up in the situation that like mm. fuck there you are the cute guy from Tomsky and mm. I really thought this oh not that I really thought but like there's a strong chance this could have been mm. super cute and I just feel like you know he's Juliet I'm Romeo and this coronavirus is just a situation ship that's keeping us apart and yeah. as I mentioned star star-crossed lovers yeah. that never got to I mean, we didn't we didn't kill ourselves yet, but you know, yeah. we never got the chance to, and that's what's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you texted him? Mm. No. What am I going to say? Hey, are you free in six, uh, three to six months? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Hey, Max, like, if, if you're still up for ping pong? Oh, yeah. I just said his name, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> we can beep it out. Maybe. We can beep it out. I, I said beep. Um, yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, if you're free in three to six months, let's play that fucking ping pong game and see if you're gay. That way we yeah. can like fall around, maybe fall in love. Who knows? But then maybe start texting now. He's going to be bored. He's going to be at home. He's not going to be doing anything. And he lives in the area. He lives in the area. Meet local singles in your uh, area. To be fair, though, so let me let me paint you a picture of me sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Let me paint you a picture of me sometimes. Yeah. So there's this reference in the the film Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. And the beautiful mother who is like every, who's a gay icon. She speaks, I don't know, probably 17 different languages. She's the mother of, uh, you know, Timothy Chalamet, who is like, obviously I didn't relate to because he fucking plays guitar. He plays piano and he's like transcribing music that he reads. I was like, bitch, I don't know who you are. Mm. I wasn't doing that at 17 years old. I was smoking bongs. Mm. Mm. And oh, oh, oh thank you. It's, For those of that you don't know, we're just being passed uh, a blood orange sponsored by who? <laughs> sponsored by Rogue Caption. Rogue Caption. <laughs> sponsored. Sponsored by Rogue Caption. Uh, we've just been delivered a, a blood orange mimosa. Blood orange. I was drinking a Bucks Fizz, as we'd call it in the UK. And I was drinking a Berliner beer, like some fucking pleb. Okay, but what if Berliner Pilsner want to sponsor us? Uh, uh, <laughs> Berliner Pilsner, if you want to sponsor us, I do love you. I feel like that, that gold is great. Mm. Anyway, where was I? I don't know. So, are you even listening, bitch? <laughs> what do you mean? You're the one listening. I'm talking. You're meant to know. Uh, you said, paint me a picture, and then you started talking about a movie I'd never right. seen. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> So let me paint a picture of me. This is um, referencing why I'm not going to talk. So this mother and call me by your name. She's like, she's reading, she's reading them a poem that she's like, uh, which is written in German, but she's telling them in English or some bullshit like that. And mm. I was like, cool. Yeah. Me and my mother did that too. Mm. And the question is this night is like in love with this princess. And he, someone asks someone or other, is it better to speak or die? Right. And because I'm a pussy, I'm always going to choose die. I never speak about my feelings. Really? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm a big bitch. I'm like, I would rather die than get my heart or my ego broken. Ooh, okay. But I'm guarded. And You're guarded. I'm guarded. You've got a lot of walls up. For no apparent reason. I don't even know. Like, I'm kind and I'm charming and I can drape on someone, sure. But, like, when it comes mm. to, like, you know, beyond that, I'm like bitch mm. you have to work no not even not that you have to work for it but like it doesn't come easy hmm abandonment issues and i've never been abandoned well maybe this is what's stopping you from texting the guy the guy exactly plus he's probably straight but 
think there's that. There is. Um, but you know, it's Berlin. Maybe he's not. But, you know. But we had a great. And, and despite all this bullshit of me being like, yeah, it could have been love. It was a really fun time, and it was also pre-coronavirus, and it was like, yeah. just even if it's not about boyfriends or, like, sex, it was mm. just a relationship, which is, mm. you know, I moved from Sydney because Sydney is so vapid and beige mm. that, you know, I'm in Berlin, and I am making all these beautiful friends, and I am having all these amazing new, like, experiences and relationships, and all of a sudden it's like, coronavirus is here, and it's putting a stop to it, and it's just disappointing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I feel like you, so you're on like the apps like Tinder and Grinder. So I I use Grinder and Tinder and Instagram. You use Instagram to meet people. Yeah, that's like the whole the whole reason I I post thirst traps is for people to slip you into do my have DMs. A pretty thirsty trap Instagram. Do you want to promote your Instagram? No. No. WJF underscore five four. <laughs> <laughs> Go follow for some sexy thirst. Slip huh? into my DMs and don't at me if you're not fucking a fan because, you know, don't be hating. Mm. Um, well, yeah. Uh, what about, like, the apps during these times? Are you are still going on the apps? I am, and the apps are really interesting at this point in time. Mm. Like, for example... I was on Grindr earlier today, and, like, a lot of people are self-quarantining. I think it's good. It's safe. That's what we should be doing. Mm. Curve the line, I think, is the term that we're using. Flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. (laughs) (laughs) But curve the line works as well. Flatten the curve. Curve that line up, baby. Curve the line and flattening it. Mm. (laughs) And I was was, was on this one um, male's uh, profile... And, you know, I don't know if you're aware of, like, the grind profiles, but it has, like, gender or pronouns and HIV status and when you were last tested. And that's all something that you can, like, you can add in. And it's, like, it's a part of the the, the platform. But you also got this point where you can put in your own kind of bio. And on this guy's, it said, um, status, coronavirus symptoms, none. Yeah. And it was just so interesting because it's like, you know, it was basically I'm, it, my interpretation. I was like, I don't have symptoms. So like, I'm free for like a hookup. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then you said you blocked it. <laughs> 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 I did block him. You were like, I don't even care if you're symptomless. Mm. You were like, not worth it. He's risk. not my type, but it was interesting. Oh, okay. It, that's the reason. <laughs> it was an interesting read. Yeah. That's the reason. Because mm. you know, I'm like, I, blo- I, I mean, I block more. Per per day, I block more people than reach out to because I'm like, stop wasting space on my tiles. Okay. Like, you can delete them. More people come up is how I think the algorithm works. Okay. So That's if I'm not interested, you block and then more people appear on your tiles. Yeah. And they're like, okay, this guy's picky. We need to give him some more options. Give me some more options, Grinder. Like, yeah. Fuck, give me unlimited blocks because yeah. I'm not paying for this premium bullshit. <laughs> but, like, and, but this is the thing. Like, also, you know, we also date... I I I love to date and to court IRL in real life. In real life, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah, we all use Grinder, we all use Tinder, but you know, I go to bars. That's why Tomsky's so good. That's how I met the yeah. the Max guy. Like you know, Be- shout them a fucking beer play them in pool mm. um, and ask them how their day was or some shit like, like that. Like a real life match. I love that. I love an IRL match. Mm-hmm. That's That's the... That's the goal. Yeah. I think I agree with you. I'm not very good at apps. 
Mm. Um, I'm good at apps. I'm no, I'm I, yeah, I suck at apps. I'm much better in real life. Maybe not. I don't know if I am better in real life. Um, but <laughs> Listen, let's call a friend. Is Kate talking shit right now or is she actually good? Well, well, let's let's turn the tables, mm. if I will. Yes. Because I'm sure everyone's sick of me talking about my coronavirus uh, love of triangles, but pre-coronavirus, you met our dear friend Ben IRL. Yeah. One-third of the non-sexual gay thruple. One-third of the non-sexual platonic thruple. Yeah. Um, at a gig that you were performing at. Yeah. At, at what was the club? I don't know. I can't remember now. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in Mitter. <laughs> um, apparently it's exclusive. Let's not mention it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, yeah, so that's what I'm doing. Yeah, I started dating someone who's now cooking us dinner and delivering us blood orange mimosas mm-hmm. into the studio. Just to paint you some context, listeners, this man that we're talking about was a friend a friend of mine who I work with, who I've met in Berlin, mm. uh, and Kate, Miss Checker, mm. um, met him at a comedy gig that she was performing at pre-coronavirus. How pre do you think it was? We were about, for me, it was about a week prior mm-hmm. to my because the comedians it's two so it's, comedians it's just as positive first, right. in the Berlin comedy scene so the Berlin comedy nights were just like bam done like they were cancelled yep. it was over and so we I think as the comedian community were like three days ahead of everyone else so I was already not going to places where I knew there were going to be groups of more than like four people mm-hmm. already for some time before everyone else started. and meanwhile like I was still working this week yeah Right, so it's like really people are on very different schedules, yeah. and then so we started dating, and it was like it was, it was very fun. Like we had like some nice, really nice dates, and some light rope bondage. Oh yes, which I'd like to get into, which I'd like to unpack once we once we set the scene. Yeah, um, so that was like very fun. But then at some point in week two, I think I was like because I was staying at another comedian's house and that was really nice but then we sort of said to each other okay if this shit goes into lockdown do you want to lock down together even though we'd been dating for like 10 days at that point um but we'd seen each other quite a lot in those 10 days Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so it was like a fast-tracked like encounter and so it was like yeah let's do that that will be super fun obviously knowing that it was, I mean, knowing, but there's, there's knowing and there's knowing, you know? So it's like, obviously if you move in with someone you've just started dating, it's going to be stressful. But we were like, we wanted to and lock that, down And together. also just to paint a picture, it's not like you're both lesbians and like, that's just what you do. <laughs> I know. So my friend texted me today, like the other day, she was like, she was like, oh my God, you moved in together after like two weeks. Very lesbian of you. Um, Which I, I mean, classic we need to understand where that comes from because I'm not like, is that something that lesbians actually do? Yes. Is A hundred percent. Well, I, I only know yeah. through the jokes and the memes, and yes, I've got lesbian friends, and they did move quite They just quickly. move in together. They're like, oh, I love her. Great. And they, they don't have, like, the fear of commitment, I think. That, the guard is just not real with yeah, them, is it? they're just like, oh, I love her. I love this bitch. Like, cool, great, let's go. Oh, it's um, so good. It's almost, yeah. like, it's, like, liberating. It's, but, it's lovely. But stupid. Um, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. Um, they have very high divorce rate lesbians. Higher than... Um, <laughs> they? Yeah, but I, th- I saw, like, an Economist article... It was a clickbait article that I didn't even right. tap on it. The Economist doesn't sponsor us. Um, <laughs> but if you want to. But if you want to. Um, yeah, so we. So now I live here 
And with hit, Ben, who with you ben. met two weeks, three weeks ago, prior yeah. to the coronavirus. So it's actually our four-week anniversary today. Oh, and you're basically quarantined we with met. each other. And we're together all the time. But it's like our relationship has gone from, like, zero to 60. I've, got, like nothing. I've got 150 questions for you. Okay. Let's make it 73 questions. This isn't Vogue. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of Vogue if you want to sponsor. <laughs> 73 questions for Kate Checker yeah. uh, moving at the speed of light. Yeah. Um, what was your initial concern? So, obviously, I love Ben and I know Ben, but you didn't know him all that well. And you're, like, no. basically decided to quarantine with I him. I decided I wanted to live with him. What was... Like, did you make a pros and cons list? No, we didn't. It was just, like... You're he, a fucking Leo, aren't you? Yeah. I, <laughs> just a classic Leo. Like, just like, uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, I'll see what happens, because if it doesn't work out, I'll leave. Like, that is the privilege of my position in the world like I can always go to somewhere else in Berlin you know it's we're very lucky in that regard like being able to self-isolate is a privilege and Mm -hmm. um so yeah we talked about it it was just like but we want to quarantine together so we'll we'll do it because I think we were like enjoying each other's company and then the day came that I was like two weeks after we'd met I think I packed up my bag and came to live here and then I think I the timeline's a, a bit confused because like I mean, every day is bleeding into one is, at the moment. Time is a fucking illusion, and time is a, a construct. Yeah, time is a construct. What day? Like I think it's uh, Friday today. Yeah, it's Friday. <laughs> 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 so I could uh, yeah the the time the t- yeah. the the storyboard the timeline is fucking a blur. It is a blur. But let's let's talk about some of the pros. So the pros is, like, it's kind of fun because it's, like, it's still super new, so it's... And it still feels like a dream. So, like, like the whole kind of quarantine thing doesn't feel super real yet. Yeah, because I guess, like, the normal constraints of, like, work and right. timings and breakfast and dinners, like, it's all fucking blown out the door. Right, so, right. so, so it's still, like, just, like, oh, okay, it's, like, a very extended Sunday. Also, <laughs> it's kind of like your university lovers. Yeah. Like, your student lovers. Like, because mm-hmm. we are all adults now, well out of university, but you're, you've kind of, like, this, I mean, silver lining, coronavirus has brought, brought you yeah. two back to this, like what is like this golden hour of like you know you can just do anything and lie around you, you, you can you but can that's have... that is like while that's like said and that's nice like that was the thing that became I think the problem was like Ooh, we had no shit. structure right. and so I think it hit like a week ago where it was like I think we need to start spending time apart mm-hmm. because I'm going to like get really annoyed with this person. I love that you're honest though. You've got to be. You can't be an enabler if you feel like something's off. Fucking guys at home. Why are you acting so brand new? Communication. Communication. Good. If you like, oh. and I love that you practice that. Like I'm feeling fucking yeah. anxious or yeah. whatever. Like so let's I, have a break. I think I had like a freak out. I think it was Sunday, and I was like, I have to like get away. I just need some time and away. Ben has the maturity to to understand that as well. Yeah. And then we talked about it. And so for me now we had like, so that was like, Sunday was like, we have rules now where, so I insist that we have like date time every day. So it still feels like it's new and fresh. Cause I think we were just like, we're already like living together relationship. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So for at least 20 minutes a day, I want to just sit me and him have beers, have a cup of tea, whatever it is, just where we sit together and act like we're on a date because we can't go anywhere, like to restaurants or bars or whatever. So now we have like date time. Every day. 
Yeah, every day. I insist we have, like, at least 20 minutes of just us together doing, like, daytime. That was, like, one of my first rules for it. And then that, that was fine, but then it, almost, like, midweek, it became like we were a 50-year-old couple. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was, I, I was, I was going to bring it up soon, but, like, 20 minutes each day, even just the rules, that's a bit, like... No, I, like, it's good, but we were just, like, having banana bread. I've made... In this time and drinking coffee in the morning and I was like, Wow, we're like a fifty year old couple. God, everyone is though. Every yeah, and it's really hard. And then this morning look, there was some hangover this morning. It got was. a bit we got a bit drunk last night. Mm-hmm. Um but this morning he threw out the quivorce, the word, the quarantine divorce. Whoa. Yes. How did you react? Um, I was mad. Mm. It was in the kitchen. He was like, I want, um, I want a divorce. And I was like, are you divorcing me from the quarantine? It was kind of a joke. And I think we're fine. But I just feel like now that's on the table and been so, said. Listen, so it wasn't like a direct, but it was like, you know, when people half joke, but you know, it's kind of like, mm. you know, it's half true, but it's said. I think... Was that the vibe? Yeah. I think we're just annoying each other now, because I was, like, annoyed... Because you get bored. Like, there's nothing to do. And usually I'm a comedian, and usually I'm doing shows. Yeah. And that's what I spend my time doing, or I'm, like, spend my time promoting, or doing, like, admin stuff, or blah, blah, blah. And now I'm not doing that anymore, so I get bored, and I procrastinate, even though there are things I'm doing. And you pick and you nag. And so I'm picking now, because I'm just, like, I want this person to give me attention, but I'm also, like, sick of the same person. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I think on the whole, we don't fight. We've not, even this whole quivorce, divorce, quarantine. I mean, that is a hashtag, quivorce. Quivorce. How do we spell that? Um, Q-U-I-V-O-R-C-E? Yeah. 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 I mean, if that, if if I can No, Q-U-A-V-O-R-C-E. What? Quivorce. Not quivorce. Not quivorce. Oh, quivorce works. Yeah, let's do it your way. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't want to, like, just because I'm the man doesn't mean you have to listen to me. (laughs) 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 I'm open for, like, your (laughs) suggestions. No, let's do it your way. Yeah, no, I think quivorce does work better. Yeah. (laughs) I'm also... No, I won't go there. (laughs) If I can't use that in a Scrabble game or Word with Friends game by the end of this fucking saga... But did you hear about that? Like, the divorce rates in Wuhan, China, since the lockdown is over, have skyrocketed. Oh, well, good. People shouldn't get married in the first place. Okay, this is... (laughs) (laughs) Like, just be... Be engaged for ten years and then get married, you know? Yeah, but, like, apparently, like, this is the thing. Like, how... That's what I wonder. It's like... What is it like? So I'm doing relatively okay. I think partly because the relationship is so new. So we, that I'm still we, finding new stuff out about him. I I'm going to bring this up because mm-hmm. I've like asked for your pros and cons, and I was baiting for a moment. Obviously, because I'm not getting sex, I was hoping that you would at least kind of like. Are you getting sex in the times of quarantine? Yeah, that's why we wanted to lock Thank down. Thank you. That's what everyone wants to hear. I'm like, I'm not getting uh, sex. So let's hope some people who that was why because we were like, at least this way, like that you can get laid. Yeah, like get some fucking D. And yeah, some it's v. fine. Except we've now run out of condoms, oh, yeah. and I'm having an absolute nightmare trying to find latex-free condoms. Shit. In Berlin, and also I think the size is off here. 
They seem too tight. He's having problems. I don't know. Well, no, I don't know what, what size he wears, but I mean, I, I imagine Germans have like generally big penises. <laughs> From like, from based, based on nothing really. Based on your survey of one Bavarian man. Your survey of one Bavarian man. Um, um, yeah, I'm getting laid. But to be fair, they do have they do have small condoms at the sauna, the gay sauna here in Berlin. Okay. And so maybe that's. Uh, do you want to name check them in case they want to sponsor us? <laughs> <laughs> Boiler room. You have two. Your condoms are too small. All right. I like to top a lot, but like yeah. when you when I'm gonna like fucking listen, get some bigger condoms. Mm. That's all I have to say. Well, you have to say no. Like, um, and if you're a condom brand, <laughs> like feel free to sponsor as well because I need some free condoms. Yeah, but it's funny you say that because I remember you were saying that. Um, like I'm first. I do bottom, but I mm. I most I more often top. But even when I am bottoming with someone wearing a rubber, I don't, I don't feel the, like, I don't, it doesn't phase me. But I've had men, when I'm topping, they're like, oh, I don't like to use rubbers because, like, it hurts or it burns or I get something. I was like, what? Latex allergy. Your latex allergy. That's a thing. I was like, who, mm. who, who invited latex allergy to this fucking... Who is the table? <laughs> I didn't even know it was a thing. Right. So this is the thing, like, this is what was weird about our relationship that means it's, like, moving at mega pace. It's right. like, the first week we were just dating, was it the first week or the second week, I had a pregnancy scare. And I had to take a pregnancy test. A pregnancy and I was like, scare in the time of coronavirus, bitch. Yeah, you and I was like, well. I don't even know how... Like, I bet there's going to be a bunch of, like, corona babies mm. born. Um, so what, like, if, if corona, like, corona babies are conceived now, what are we expecting the the big star sign to be? We're expecting a lot of Sagittarians and a lot more Capricorns. Oh, and quite God. frankly, the world doesn't need more Capricorns. I mean, it's, I am a Capricorn. It's like, bitch, stay out of my star sign. <laughs> <laughs> I like that there's few of us. Like, you don't want to be born around Christmas? Fuck off. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, so yeah, we just, everything's been like a, bit, a mile a minute. Us pack, but why not? I mean, God, at least you've got someone to like. like yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really fucking horny all the time. I did a little wank video for my Portuguese lover the other day, and I was just wearing, like, a New York Yankees baseball cap covering, you know, two-thirds of my face and masturbated with the beautiful light that was pouring through my mm. Prince Albert window. Mm. And I'm not stupid. I sent it to the Portuguese man um, as, like, a one-view thing mm. so he couldn't, like, save it and whatever. Yeah. You know, we're not, we're not fucking noobs here. But I was like, I was like, what? I was like so horny. I was like, I'm just making fucking amateur porn for these guys. That's how toey I am right now. Yeah. That, that's why I'm sympathetic. Yeah, thank you. I'm sympathetic. It's a hard time. I mean, you know, let's like first world problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, t- I mean, everything with a pinch of salt here. It was like, shut this Australian up. <laughs> he's like, he's the worries of the coronavirus and he's not getting sex. Poor him. He lives in Prenzlauerberg and he's drinking a blood orange fucking mimosa. <laughs> like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Uh, so hard. Deport him, this <laughs> uh, Someone don't extend his visa. Uh, please, if you're listening, City of Berlin, extend his visa. Extend my visa. It's extended. I'm fine. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Great. Well, that's what done. Um, well, we've, we've 
We've reached our time. Have we? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Time worked. really does fly when you're talking smack. <laughs> it really does. It really does. Um, but yeah, um, you've been listening to Love in the Time of Corona. Love in the Time of Corona. Yeah, with the wonderful... Wayne French, yeah. your resident Australian other friend. Yeah, and one third of the non-sexual platonic throuple. One third of the non-sexual platonic throuple, correct. Mm. That could People be a hashtag. Yeah, that, start trending trend. on Twitter. Uh, and me, Kate Checker. Um, and we'd like to hear your stories of love during these times. Maybe, like, Wayne, you're not getting very much love, but maybe you've got some... No, I'm not getting much physical love. There's, um, a, there's many people out there like starting conversations They're like, hey, how are you? Blah, 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 right. blah, 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 blah. Maybe you've got some virtual love going on. Oh. Maybe you've got some platonic love going on. Maybe you've got some self-love going on. All your stories of love, then you can send them to us at... We want to know. Yeah. We want to know. know. And the email is loveinthetimeofpodcast at gmail.com. And particularly for me, I don't know, I'm speaking for myself here, but you know... I'd love to hear, not because I'm a petty bitch, but like, because you said divorce rates. I like, if you've, and if, yeah. you, if you've had a breakup in the time of coronavirus. You're quarantining with someone who's, oh, and you are sick of them and you didn't realize that your partner was that annoying until you were forced to be with them 24 hours a day. Let us know. You can bitch about them on, on the airwaves. And I've, I've been seeing things yeah. on a lot of social and it's like, what have you learned about your partner mm. of five, ten one year. Yeah. I was listening to this other thing and um, this girl was like, my husband will always use 45 when he's using the microwave. So one minute 45 or just 45 or two minutes 45. And for some reason, like, I don't know, I'm going through like the meme and it's like, why do you do that? And he's like, because I do it for Obama. And I was like, I don't get the reference, but sure. If you're like 45 minutes on the microwave is supporting Obama. Then I'm up for it. Was that thunder? I don't know. And that was our cue. That was our cue to go. Um, Obama was the 44th president. Oh, well, there you go. maybe it was 44. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. It was 44. Because <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about. It's, it was 44, so they do 44 or 144 or 244. To when they do microwaving yeah. their fucking whatever it is. Yeah, maybe like you've got some weird things you notice about your partner now. There you go. Yeah, they, just, they put 44 in the microwave and for Obama. Yeah, do it for Obama. Obama doesn't sponsor this podcast yet. Uh, <laughs> Not that we know of. <laughs> they may do. Um, yeah, and thank you very much for listening. Stay safe. Stay sane. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. And yeah, much and, love. And, and tell your loved ones that you do love them. Yeah, you're going to do it? Love you, Mum and Dad. Love you, my family. Okay, you're not going to do it about any other loved ones because you've still got your walls up. Yeah, no, there is no other loved ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, my, my family, of course. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Alright, thank you. Goodbye. Ciao. Thanks for listening. I'm Kate Checker. Our music and editing was done by Benjamin Nash. If you've got a story to share, then please email us at loveinthetimeofpodcast at gmail.com.